Welcome to the RVA Returners Podcast, your weekly source for all things Final Fantasy TCG. I've actually, you know, speaking of which, I actually bought a bunch of the pieces so I could actually, you know, give Earthwind a try for the first time in my life. It's not my favorite, and I feel kind of, I feel dirty for wanting to play it, but I feel like I should learn how to play it, you know what I mean? I mean, yeah, it's it's not going to go anytime soon. Yeah, well, no, it's absolutely not until they, uh... They re- until they possibly uh, look at a, another band or restricted list, which I hope they don't do. But you know what I hope happens? It's happening as we speak, Adam. It's the next episode of the RVA Returners podcast. Good morning. How are you doing today, Adam? Um, kind of tired. <laughs> yeah, me too. Me too. I had a big day at the movies yesterday, which doing nothing really wears you out for some reason. Guys, I'm your host, Chris Adams, and with me, as always, Adam Lane. So, um... You know, kind of a lighter week this week, but you know what? We always find something to talk about here, so to keep keep the masses entertained. And, uh, you know, we're just going to dive in. This is our first cast of 2019. We are starting the new year off right, and we're going to start 2019 off like we start every other episode off, Adam, and you know what that is. Oh, it's the news. How now, brown cow? Right. So yeah, we got a so lighter news this week. Not a whole lot going on, but um, you know, the big thing we kind of wanted to talk about news-wise was, uh, you know, at the end of 2018, uh, I guess it was last week, and the the weeks are kind of running together at this point. The uh, Tantalus and the Choka Bros did their awards event. Yeah, I know you and I were on at different times. I was away. I was out of town with family, and um, you actually accepted the award that we won. Yeah. And- I did. Yeah, so I, th- I thought it was done very well. I actually went back and watched the video on demand. I can't remember all the winners, um, but it was done very well. It was really cool to kind of have everybody come on and have p- people. Pre- I, I got to present one of the awards as well. Um, but I guess what I want to say is I just want to thank everybody who actually was involved in the voting process. And, you know, thank you for rating us as, like, the best podcast. Yeah, it was. I think it was, like, best content creator slash podcast or something. But, you know, whatever. Um, yeah, I mean, it was it's a pretty big honor, to be honest. It means, like, uh, people are kind of picking up what we're putting down, I guess. Yeah, I mean, they smell uh, what The Rock is cooking over yeah, here. Yeah. But, and that's and that's a good thing, right? Because, like, I know when we started doing this, we just, you know, there wasn't really many resources out there. And we, we just wanted to, we wanted people to not have to go through the same shit that we did, right? We wanted people to, like, oh, I want to play this game, but I can't really find any videos or I can't really do anything. I can't really... I want to hear people talking about it, so I want to make sure that the ideas I'm having aren't, you know, aren't full of shit. Yeah. So I mean, it started that, as the podcast, right? Like I think, and mm-hmm. we were just like, let's just do something where we get to talk about the game more. Which you yeah, know, it was me, you, and your brother, man, the good old days. Yeah, and I, I mean, at first I was like, this isn't gonna go anywhere. Like it's fine, but it's fun. And then yeah. it kind of took off, and then uh, we started doing like the YouTube thing, and then the we, website. Yeah, and... then we got involved with Adam and other Adam, not me. And, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, the website. And, yeah, now we're kind of juggling all that stuff and trying to, you know, keep constantly putting stuff out for everybody to stuff like yeah. you. And, I mean, mainly we're kind of covering the competitive scene, but I think we're planning on doing, like, you know, budget stuff and stuff yeah, for new players. Stuff. Yeah, well. and, like, fun cards. I know um, I could just kind of, I guess, almost do a little spoiler. I know one of the things I want to do um is a change my mind kind of segment because there's some cards i feel very strongly about what and i don't think they're great so i want to just kind of talk about you know focus on a card on each episode and just pretty much have people change my mind on it you know what i mean yeah i think that could be really a fun idea and like i definitely want to do a tutorial series like you know Mm -hmm. going from like really basic stuff all the way to like more intricate stuff of like using the stack and stuff like that so that people understand how it works yeah absolutely so uh, so what you're saying is we've got a lot coming down the pipe here in 2019 i mean yeah we were how many videos we put out a lot of videos like the last couple weeks to be honest we Uh, have probably more in the last couple weeks than we had in the previous like months yeah i mean i kind of wanted to like push forward like i mean we, we took a break for like the holidays and I wanted yeah, to have out a bunch of stuff for like the current meta going into you know the petite cup season with their union stuff. So, mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely, man. And uh, so that's that's it as far as the awards go. Again, a huge, huge thank you for everybody involved in that process. It was a really good time. I can't wait to see how it goes next year. Yeah, it should be a lot of fun next year too, and probably more improved too, like even better. No, I agree. I agree. It'll be a lot cleaner next year, and you know they're they're off to a great start already. Um, and then the last piece of news is, Adam, I'm looking at my calendar here. 
We're flying out this Friday for the reunion. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm excited. I'm, I'm super excited. Now, I got even more excited when uh, I know a while back Lockwood was asking people about like the, um, you know, like choose a job that resonates with you kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And I saw, you know, we finally got to see what that was for. We got like name badges that have those jobs on it as well, which is really, really cool. That's going to be, you know, take take everything else out of the equation. I think that's going to be a nice little memento to have just for that awesome weekend hanging out with everybody. Yeah, I mean, it's such a good idea, honestly. I, I told mm-hmm. James that too. Like, it, it's such a simple, great idea to do that. Like, mm-hmm. it, it doesn't take much more effort to do that. You're just printing out an extra line of text, really, on a thing. Mm-hmm. But now you have, like, a one-of-one, like, like this is, you're never going to have this somewhere. Well, unless someone else does it, right? Like, but right now, like, he's the only mm-hmm. person that's done this. And I think that's a really cool idea. And I didn't even know that that was what it was for when I wrote, when I wrote my job down. Uh, but yeah, I, I thought it was just for something random, exactly. Yeah. But, I mean, you know, I mean, I've always kind of identified with that job anyways. It's funny. Like, I kind of wanted that job to be in 14, but they're never going to put that job in 14. No, that's fair. That's kind of how I felt about the one that I picked as well, which, um, you know, which was Warrior of Light, obviously. So I thought that was, you know, just a good, just a good classic Final Fantasy trope. And, you know, just I thought it was a really, really neat idea. And I cannot wait to get down there, hang out with everybody, call the shops with Matt Rice in the booth. It's just going to be a great weekend. Just absolute great weekend. Yeah, it should be a lot of fun. I'll be playing. So. Yeah, and uh, good luck to you there. So I will definitely be cheering you on from the booth. I'll, unbiased, of course, obviously. You know, uh, it's fine to be biased from the booth, right? People do that shit. Well, I mean, I'm gonna be like I'm gonna be like Jim Ross. Just every time you every time you make a killer play, if you're on stream, I'm just gonna. My God, don't do it. He has a family. <laughs> It'll be fun. It'll be fun. But uh, yeah, that's all the news we have. Again, not much going on. There's a lot more stuff coming down the pipe. You know, we expect the Crystal Cup dates to be. Uh, release soon so people can start planning accordingly um you know we're, we're just we're keeping our ears to the streets um you know uh, jimmy olsen superman's pal get to the streets making sure we catch everything when it happens with that being said you know we're just going to kind of go right into our main topics for this week i want to talk about and it's kind of funny i i had written these down that we were going to talk about these and then we you know we got everything set up for the cactar correspondence and one of the questions was one of the things i wanted to talk about here so kind of a small spoiler, I guess, for I know the Cactar uh, correspondence will be out later this week. But the first thing I want to talk about is Adam. Mm. What is, what was your favorite moment from 2018? You know, we started this back in February. You know, our first, our first competitive event was ARG Charlotte. And then we had the Kefka Cup like that same week leading up to now. What, what was your favorite moment? You can only pick one. You can only pick one. I know there was a lot of good ones, and this is a really almost a loaded question. What was your favorite moment from 2018? Yeah, I mean, I, I have a lot that I that I enjoyed. I mean, every every like tournament I went to was a lot of fun. Uh, but if I had to pick one, it probably is going to be Gen Con. Um, and if I had to pick one specific moment at Gen Con, mm-hmm. it'll probably be like the limited tournament that I played in. But uh, I mean, the dinner was pretty good too. There. Sure. So that's probably like one and two for me, honestly. Like, I mean, the fact that like we got there like what time that morning? I don't even remember. It was like Shit, three it was or like four. Three four, yeah. And then barely didn't like. I don't even think I really got any sleep. And then we went to get our badges and had to wait in that long line, still on basically mm-hmm. no sleep. Mm-hmm. And then I guess I hit like a second win somewhere, someplace. I don't know. And played cards all day, all the way to finals, and then lost. <laughs> But it was a lot of fun. Then, like, didn't you like crash after that? Like, didn't yeah. you like sleep like the rest of the day? I think I came back to the Airbnb. It was like eight or nine, and uh, we tried to play a couple games, and then I just kind of passed out. So, well, that's where you messed up, man. You should have, uh, you should have did what I did when we got there and had Rob and Joe uh, shove whiskey down your throat like they did for me. It was, uh, I could have thought of a better way to start the day. I don't think that would have led to a top four or finals performance if I'd done that. Well, maybe you never know, but I mean, I you, you don't you don't want to change anything you did because clearly it got you to uh, you know got you to the the promised land almost. Yeah, I mean, if I if I would have done that, I probably would have been in the secret bathroom doing the damage at some point. I, I hear that. I hear that. that. That secret bathroom was already damaged up. <laughs> but no, but Gen Con was an awesome weekend, and it, it you know it, it was it was hard to top that, right? Mm. But. If I had to pick my favorite moment from 2018, I'm going to have to say 
like it, it number one and two were really close and i'll tell I'll, I'll say what my number one is and i'll just say what my number two is because it's not my favorite but it was really close top favorite moment was hanging out at nationals in the jersey boys room playing cards with cody the night before day two yeah that was fun too that was, it was there just, for that. you know yeah. It was, you know, our man Levi, which, uh, by the way, quick congratulations. I know his local community, the one that he's a part of, won the December community contest. So uh, big shout-outs to Levi and the boys. But, yeah, you know, he was in there, Andy, Jonathan, John, Dan, Cody. Just We were all just sitting there just crushing brews. I want to say Nick Schnell was in there for a little bit. Mike Hunsinger was in there. We were just, just hanging out, crushing some brews, drinking some booze, Doing the 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 now necessary wine bottle share with Andy Carmona, I just jamming cards and I just kept shoving Renoa down Cody's throat, like not not physically, but a very metaphorically kind of way. Yeah, I think I was playing Street Fighter with Andy for a while. You were, yeah. you were, yeah. It was just it's just a great night like that. Like those are those are the things that I really enjoy doing when I travel to these events and hang out with the community. It's all about just hanging out with people. You know, playing some cards here and there, but just really enjoying everybody's company. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yeah, I mean, look at what my number two was, right? Like, my number one is was the, my best tournament performance, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and, I mean, I think really it was kind of special because, like, I, I I felt, like, exhausted that entire day. But, mm-hmm. uh, but like, my number two was going out to dinner, right? Like, I mean, that, mm-hmm. that should say something, right? Like, I mean, I won a couple tournaments here locally that were decent sized and I did mm-hmm. decent in some other tournaments, but like I'm gonna choose the dinner over that, right? Absolutely. And uh well my number two moment is not the the note I wrote on David's uh deck list. Mm-hmm. So that's not my number two. My number two, um since we're you know we're gonna share in the second one. My number two was actually the Boston Crystal Cup because it was the first uh you know first Crystal Cup in North America. Made made the top sixteen for that one. So it felt really good having, you know, making a name for, you know, I, I kind of put myself out there on the first one in the morning of the tournament a bird shit on me do you remember that i do yeah it was in the episode yeah. if you go back and listen to it, we talked about it yeah. <laughs> exactly it was uh so that and then like i'll never forget you know that was like our first top 16 and kagiyama gave us this really awesome like pep talk right before it started um just just a really really great event and um you know, just being able to explore Boston a little bit. Uh, the cannoli shop was fantastic. So that that's my number two. It was a very, very close. But, man, just national was just that weekend where everybody was a part of it. And also in Boston, like, had, I guess had we known had we known the community a little bit better at that point, that could have easily been my number one. But yeah, you know, I mean, everybody was still kind of new. Right. So. Yeah, we didn't really know everybody at that point. We knew who people were, but. Yeah. Yeah, it was weird. It was weird that people knew who we were. So it was kind of a kind of a neat, um, you know, it was neat. It was just a neat kind of paradigm shift from then to Nats, if that makes sense. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, so like those are our top moments, and we can't wait to see what happens in 2019. What kind of moments we make going, you know, into this year. Um, so I, I can't think of a better segue, Adam. Let's talk about, you know, what you know. Obviously, we've kind of mentioned before what we want to do with our, you know, our team and our channel in 2019. But I don't think we've ever really ironed out like what it is we're really trying to do. So I want I want I'm gonna give you the mic. I want you to talk about like some of your goals and you know kind of New Year's resolutions. What are you looking to get out of 2019 from a TCG standpoint? I mean, yeah. So for me, it's like two different kinds of goals, I guess. Like my goals mm-hmm. as a content creator and my goals as a player. Mm-hmm. Um, so as a content creator, obviously, like I want to stream more. Um, and I think we're gonna start doing that hopefully soon. Probably like alternate weekly so that we're nobody's getting burned out. And probably stream some Octagon, stream like our testing for events and stuff. And then as well as like you know keep doing the videos. We're obviously doing a lot more videos. We're gonna continue to do that. Uh, I'm gonna continue to keep trying to make the website as best as I can. Yeah, you know, I'm not a website developer or anything, but um, mm-hmm. I feel like I've kind of made it look a little better. Well, the new website looks great. Yeah, and then, you know, I mean, continue with the podcast stuff. That's not stopping anytime soon. I want to make sure we're still doing that weekly with the obvious breaks, of course. Like, we still have to have family time and stuff. Mm-hmm. We're not going to let this, like, burn us out and kill us, right? But, you know, we mm-hmm. got we got four people that are willing to continue to put up content. I, I guess the big thing uh, that I want to see from us is more articles. A lot of people ask us for articles. And mm-hmm. I, I know I'm not the best writer, to be honest. Uh, but I, I do want to try to do that because, obviously, people want that. Uh, mm-hmm. And it's and I mean a lot of our content right now is in YouTube form, 
which I prefer, but, you know, obviously, like, we got to cater to as many people as we can. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, then as a player, um, I mean, obviously, the big goal would probably, I want to win a Crystal Cup, I guess that would be my big goal. Mm-hmm. I, I'd like to. Like, I'm not going to be distraught if I can't win one or something, but mm-hmm. that would be the goal I'd want to set for myself. At least, like, try to get to Worlds somehow, if I can. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, small goals, obviously, like, I, I want to qualify for Nationals again. I want to I want to stream events too right mm-hmm. and that's gonna be hard i have to figure out how to juggle that and play and not mm-hmm. get decent like not stream so much that i become disinterested with the game but i still want because i you know my heart i still want to play mm-hmm. and that's kind of a hard balance to find so i mean other than that yeah i mean basically just to make worlds mm-hmm. right i feel like that i feel like i i don't want to say that I, like my goal is not to win worlds because i i I'd, I'd love to win worlds but i i don't i'd rather get there first like that would be my main goal i think Sure. Dip your toes in the pool first before you dive in. Yeah. Yeah, no, I feel that too, because uh, mine are actually very similar. It, it is a two-part kind of answer. Um, on the content side, I definitely want to be more involved in the video side of it. You know, for a while there, I, I didn't have anything set up. My computer had crashed and all that. But now that I'm I'm up and running again, I can start pumping out videos and helping with that. So, yeah, same thing. Uh, my, my content creator goal is to just put out as much content. And I... I I'll try my hand at writing an article or two. I, I tend to write how I speak, which, you know, it, it's when you look, you know, when you're talking like structure and, you know, proper, I guess, uh, you know, sentence structure and things like that probably is not the greatest. So, you know, I'll give it a shot, but I can't promise like top shelf stuff coming out of, you know, coming from my pen. Um, and then as a player, like my goals are a little more, um, well, also let me back up. I do want to, um, strike that balance between, um, playing and streaming. And, you know, it does help having us as a team where we can say, all right, I'll stream this one. You play this one. Um, uh, I'll play this one. You stream this one. You know, we can kind of, you know, share the load in that regard, but it, finding that balance is just kind of a goal in and of itself. Cause I think once you find it, you're like, all right, cool. I can do these and then stream these and do these and stream these, you know, and then as a player, you know, 2018 was a good year for me as a player. You know, there was only two tournaments that I went to that I didn't make top cut in. But the thing is, I never won a single event. I won maybe a weekly here and there, but I don't, you know, I'm not counting those. But like as far as like tournaments go, I'd make top eight, I'd make top 16, I'd make top four, I'd make it to the finals. But I never, I never won an event in 2018. Right. So my simple goal, my my first goal is actually to just win an event, just to win an event. That's I, you know, I don't care how big it is. I don't care how small it is. I want to be the one in that first place spot when it's over. I don't care. You know, I don't care, you know, what what I have to do to get there. I or you know, what deck I have to play, what size the event is. I want to just be the one to say, all right, cool. I went to this event and I won it. I don't want to say ah, I made top four, ah, I made top eight, ah, I made it to finals but lost. You know, I don't want to, I don't want to have, a, I don't want to have another season of that. So that's the first goal. The next goal is to actually qualify for nationals again, but that kind of goes hand in hand with winning an event. No, no more of this second place bullshit. You know what I mean? Right. And then, lastly, you know, a goal that's it's kind of further out down the path. I wouldn't, I would like to win a Crystal Cup, but that's you know, I want to, I'm, I'm one to like baby step it. Like if I can't do that this season, I'll do it next season. But my, my primary goal is to actually win an event. And I'm not talking like a local, a weekly. I'm talking like I want to go to a Petite Cup and win it. I want to go to a Crystal Cup. I want to go to uh, a Pennsylvania cash tournament and win it. I want to go, you know, I want to take a Soldier Series event and win it. You know, I don't want to, you know, I, I, want, I want to start the, start the I guess, the, uh, the journey on the right foot. Because the, the rest of it will fall into place if I can get that first goal. So real quick, um, he just joined us. Um, and I, I got to give him shit because, you know, we, we had a special guest lined up this week. And he uh, I guess he you know, may have had a big night last night drinking some, some of his favorite crud lights and, uh, you know, hanging out with the boys. But we've got Mr. Cody Snodgrass on the podcast for the first time. That's long overdue with us. Uh, good morning, Lady Laterton. <laughs> Good morning guys thanks for having me no oh, man thanks for being here thanks for being here so now we can um you know really you didn't miss much you just missed the news i was really hoping you would have an okimoto moment where i'd go to do it and you would just say it so you know you could kind of you know 
give yourself that moment of immortality. That's my favorite what? part of the whole podcast too is the the sound effect. <laughs> That's, uh, I, actually, I wanted you to be the sound bite this week, but oh. Cody, I'm gonna bring you up to speed. So, what was your favorite moment of 2018? I'd have to say probably my favorite moment would be uh, Gen Con. That was yeah, Adam's the, fun. The, yeah, the Gen Con Crystal Cup. Um, like the night we all went out to dinner, that was just a good night. I wish we would have all been able to hang out a lot more and realize mm-hmm. how close we were all staying together. Um, but oh, that, th- this year it'll be a lot different, I think. Um, mm-hmm. And then for a close second, I'd probably say um, the Crystal Cup in Kansas. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because obviously I got to meet you and Adam and like Sam and Zach and uh, got like my first real taste of like competitive play. So. No, I hear that, man. That was a that was a, that was a great way to start that week. And when uh when you walked up to us, we were like, "Hey, where's Top Eight Johnny?" We were like, "Oh shit, people listen to us." No, yeah, absolutely. And I was I was super nervous. I was like, "Oh man, these guys are like famous in this game." I gotta no. <laughs> oh, that, that nerd famous man. Yeah, that's right. That's all right there now. But you know, you, you, we saw that we saw the really clean hair. We were like, "That's a guy who got his shit together." <laughs> Somewhat, yeah. Turns out we were right. And uh, so those no, excellent moments. Actually, you you share your your moment was actually the exact same as Adam, except he uh, his moment was the uh, obviously the, the limited Crystal Cup. So y'all were on the same page there as far as you know the weekend. And then his second moment was actually going out to dinner that night with everybody, which was a really good time. That was in my top five for tour. It was, it was absolutely great, absolutely great. That's that whole weekend in general, and I can't wait to do it again. But Cody, now looking forward, we're we're going we're going to 2019. What are what are you trying to get out of the competitive season, or what are your goals? What do you want to do in 2019? Uh, usually, at the very least, I'd like to qualify for nationals. Mm-hmm. Um, but since it's in the U.S. this year, obviously, I'd it'd be really nice to qualify for Worlds because then mm-hmm. it's just in California. Um, I think regardless, I will still attend Worlds as long as they'll let us do something mm-hmm. there. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I know I had friends that could still go to Worlds because they were over in London. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, that's pretty much just qualify for nationals. That's usually the goal for me. Just kind of baby step it. Yeah, no, I hear that, man. That would that'd be that'd be nice for that to happen for me this year too. So that's a that's that's on the list. Yeah, and just being able to attend all the nationals so far is just a, mm-hmm. a cool feeling. Um, yeah, kind of kind of go, go make it three for three. I see. Right. So now the next thing, and Cody, you know, before we get into it, like kind of like the main topic, I want your opinion on something. You know, we've, we've got a petite cup here in Richmond. Me and Adam have been tossing around ideas to promote uh, the one that's happening here. We've thought about going wrestling-themed, like cutting promos, you know, maybe get players to do like a wrestling-style shoot interview that are coming. Uh, we have the, you know, Colin won the title tournament in Pennsylvania, so he's got a, an actual wrestling belt with like the Final Fantasy trading card game like name and like logo on it. What do you think of that? Oh, you know, that, that'd get me there in a heartbeat uh, <laughs> if we could cut promos. Uh, no, I think that'd be an awesome idea. Okay. Yeah, I just, I, want, I, wanted, I wanted to get, you know, your hot take on that, and I think that might, that could be the direction we're going. We just got to, we're, we're, we're kind of baby-stepping it. We got to do the reunion first, then we're coming back from that. The reunion's next weekend, isn't it? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, we're flying out Friday. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, yeah uh, um, Square Enix hasn't sent out any, like, but teacup posters or anything like that like no they haven't i, I made my heard. own yeah i made like my own flyer for for it yeah and unless buckley's got something that we don't know about yet um we we haven't seen anything or heard anything yet but who knows but it could be coming in the next couple weeks but uh, otherwise I mean, we're, we're getting prepared now to really hype it up we, we want this thing to cap out right yeah all right so the main topic you know competitive seasons starting up that really this weekend we all know the state of the meta, you know. We wind and wind X decks are kind of, you know, the cat's pajamas right now. That's what everybody's talking about. That's what everybody's playing. You start looking at lists, and usually sprinkled in the top eight are wind, wind water, wind earth. Cody, I want to talk to you, you know, specifically. You know, what what other decks? Because you know, you're, you're you know, we you, you're known for playing wind water, but you're also known for playing those frosty boys that you know that mono ice. What other decks, you know, are people just not talking about that? I think you know that that the meta is still wide open. You know, it's not just these three decks. There's tons of other things to play. What do you think is either a preventing people from playing these, or 
where do you think these decks are kind of falling in right now in conjunction with, well, we'll call it the big three, you know, the, the Kevin Garnett, the Paul Pierce, and the Ray Allen of the uh, meta right now? First of all, I love the reference because I'm a Celtics fan. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. Uh, but outside of that, uh, obviously, tempo ice is, or like mid-range ice is still mm-hmm. very good right now. Uh, mm-hmm. Sephiroth added a lot of, added a lot to that deck. Mm-hmm. Uh, the deck feels a little bit more top-heavy now, uh, mm-hmm. just because a lot of the f- great forwards are pretty expensive. Um, but at the same time, you also got Laswell added, so I think that that added a, a lot, a little bit more uh, to the deck as well. Uh, outside of that, also, I'm sure people are still talking about Mono Water Fusoya. I still mm-hmm. see that at locals every week, um, and I still think that deck's very great. Um, but outside of those two, I mean, I'd love to say Mono Fire. I have that sleeved up, but I don't think it's that great unfortunately mm-hmm. are you playing like uh, the warriors of light version that a lot of people no have? no no okay no i'm i was playing like kind of like just big guys like lawn and jet and yeah just I, testing like a bunch of the new cards i've tried that too it, it's hit or no. miss it depends on the game like sometimes it draws really well and you get to do cool stuff with lawn and then sometimes lawn just dies yeah it seems like he, him and yuri like every time i play one of them they're just gone yeah. Like, so, well, I guess my question is, in your mono fire list, and this, I think this is the real, the you know, the the Chevrolet keys to victory. How many Edgars are you running? Uh, you know the answer to this question. <laughs> so it's three, right? <laughs> For the sake of the podcast, yeah, it's, it's three. <laughs> there, there. It's, it's zero. There's zero in my two, Cody. It's okay. Yeah. Well, we'll see, and, and that's the problem. I'm telling you, you know, you heard it here first. Put three Edgars and three Sabins in your mono fire deck. You'll you'll feel so much better. I'm not even running save it anymore. It's sad. Yeah, it is sad. It yeah, uh, and we'll talk about that in a second. Um, it sucks when you can't use like your favorite card in the game because it's just not that good right now. It hurts. It hurts my heart. But so so modifier's a thing. Um, and I know the the modifier warrior of light is a deck that you know is a lot. You know, people are like talking about it. Like you kind of hear it as like a whisper. They you know the wind says at midnight. But like you don't see anybody playing it, or you just don't see it at top tables. Is that just because does it does it just fold up to these you know these wind water decks? Does it just fold up to the, the does, I mean I feel like a lot of these smaller forwards just kind of fold up to Donald McCactar. But well, I mean yeah. I think the issue is it's not that consistent. <laughs> I think that's mm-hmm. the problem. No, that's also very fair. I mean it's got the tribal theme, which is nice. Like you can do some cool stuff with Light Wall, but when you're playing Light mm-hmm. Wall, that means you can't play like Yuri. Mm-hmm. Uh, Usually, it's trying to play, like, pretty fast and get in your face to the point where, like, Dottaluma decks die before they get set mm-hmm. up. But, I mean, it can't consistently do it enough, I think, to win enough games to consistently be in these top cuts. I mean, it's it's not a terrible deck. It's fine. It's something mm-hmm. you should probably think about if you're going to an event, because I think people are playing it. Mm-hmm. And it, I think it's probably the best mono fire deck. But mm-hmm. the big fire deck, too, is something that I've been messing with also. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's obvious that, like, you're gonna win more probably right now if you're playing wind cards, but like there are that doesn't mm-hmm. mean like that's the only thing to play, I guess. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, play three Edgars in your fire deck; it'll change your life. <laughs> now, um, now the other thing too, you know, Cody, you mentioned mono water for Soya is something that's still very popular at your locals. Why do you think that you know that deck's kind of fallen off? Is it just does it? What is it that is keeping it from? staying in these conversations with these wind decks and like are more people just kind of they're taking the mono water and they're just going wind water with you you know yuri and chalinka or talk to me why do you think that you know it's it's not as prevalent as it was before i think it's i think it still is very popular the i think one Mm -hmm. thing definitely setting it back is the backup Aerith, the legend the three drop Mm -hmm. um just stopping for soya is kind of a big deal Mm -hmm. uh and then I, I think people are getting starting to get used to like playing the deck. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, the deck can still just crush ice with the the free fanfrits and stuff like that. Oh yeah. Um, but no, I think it's still a very good deck. Uh, I think I just think people are starting to see that Earth Wind is just superior to pretty much everything. Yeah, I, I think just to add on to what he's saying, like I think the the issue with Fasoya, while it's still a really good deck, and in my opinion, it's like right below the top three. Uh, it's like. You know what it is at this point, right? And the deck lists mm-hmm. aren't that different from one another. Like, it's pretty... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's, it's very... Refined. It's, a, it's kind of stock. Yeah, yeah it's, a... it's super refined. Everybody's running basically the same list with, like, sub one or two cards. Like, I'm not even kidding. Like, mm-hmm. it, like you look at Facilia list, and it's, like, 48 cards are, like, the same. Mm-hmm. 
right. the only thing that changes is like how many Halicarnassus are you running, which Leviathan are you running, and then mm-hmm. that's really it. No, that, that's a that's a fair assessment. And um, you know, another another deck that you were talking about, you know, was Tempo Ice. Um, you know, it it, it does you know because we have Ron here locally playing, it, and he does very well against all the wind variations and stuff like that. But it seems like he runs eight Bellas in his deck and has like nine Sephiroths and he always has them on the turns that he needs them. <laughs> so do you, do you think ice like that? You know, I know you mentioned that kind of the first one. Do you think that tempo ice is still, cause if you look again, you look at tournament results, you're finding these ice decks. They're in like the top four. If you look at some of these local events or these events that are taking place. Um, but it seems like it's still just getting beaten out by earth wind. What do you think they're missing that's keeping? Or do you think just people just don't want to play ice because of, you know, the whole uh, ice is... Ice has kind of gotten a bad rap in this game, if that makes any sense. And do you think that's a reason? Or do you think just they're just missing a piece? Well, technically, they are missing a piece. Uh, like, Thaumaturge used to put in a lot of work <laughs> for that for that matchup. Like, uh, mm-hmm. specifically that matchup. Um like when I played mm-hmm. Zach and Sam at Kansas, like that was the thing that was keeping me in the game was being able to keep their hand low and be able to party attack over their big stuff. So, which obviously I don't want to. We don't need discard coming back that heavy anyhow. Uh, right. But no, I think Earthwind's always going to be like the the villain against Ice, or maybe mm-hmm. the good guy against Ice. To be honest. No, that's uh, fair. <laughs> but also, uh, like Mono Water Fusoya also is keeping it down because that deck is kind of like a one-sided. Like he win mm-hmm. pretty easily once he gets set up with water. And then we're looking, and then we start looking at some other decks here that you know, like Mono Lightning has always been a thing. It, that's another deck that just seems like it kind of comes and goes with the wind. You have Scions, which I still I still think are a very very powerful deck. As much as as I, I can even answer this one, I think people don't play it because it's extremely derpy and very like it, it's a deck that's super super effective, but. It literally plays itself. You just have to have hands to draw the cards when you're supposed to. Like, yeah, I definitely think Science is still very good, and mm-hmm. uh, even even Mono Lightning, I th- still think is pretty good. Mm-hmm. They're definitely like decks you don't want to like sleep on, because uh, mm-hmm. they will be at tournaments definitely. I uh, agree. Science, I think, honestly takes quite a bit of skill to play. Not mm-hmm. to like, not to like disagree with you totally, but no, I think like I don't think I wouldn't feel comfortable playing a Science deck just because I haven't played it enough. Uh, just because there's not every game you're going to open like uh, Alpha Nod, Louis Soir, or anything like that. Like mm-hmm. the games where you open like Cryo is your only backup with no mm-hmm. Earth cards and stuff like that. Like no, and that's a fair assessment. Um, because that's always been the deck's biggest problem is the 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 colors can get a little clunky and knowing how to kind of overcome maybe like a misstep because all you have to do with this deck is turn with Scions. All you have to do is turn the corner because once you go like Papalimo, Yida, Yastola. And once once you get your opponent on like that fourth point of damage, you're probably just gonna win. Right. Yeah. And then I think the deck also has there's a lot of variety, so maybe people haven't figured out like the perfect list. Like mm-hmm. I've seen like a lot of lists with like the EX burst summons. Mm-hmm. But then you gotta cut up like certain like texts that people were playing like Wall and Alua and like Dark mm-hmm. Cecil or uh, Cecil with the Dark special ability. Yeah. The monsters are a thing too. Like people are run some are run Ariage, some aren't. Some run like Dragon. Mm-hmm. Some run Coral. Some runs zapped, mm-hmm. so like that. Yeah, I've seen yeah. Coral uh, a lot more in those lists too. So, and also too, you know, other decks that you know, people, you know, the, uh, a, a boogeyman from memories past, you know, monsters, you know, it, be it the mono water variety or you know some variation of the tricolor. Like these are decks that you know maybe they're poised for a comeback, or do you think there's just too many cards now that keep those those strategies in check? I mean, I could take that one. <laughs> uh... I think the traditional three-color monster deck is going to have a hard time ever coming back, I think. Every time they just print cards, like once they printed Ramu, it was pretty rough Mm -hmm. for that deck, to be honest. Uh, I think Mono Mm -hmm. Water Monsters is still okay, Mm -hmm. but uh, do you really want to play a format right now where you're not playing any summons? And I don't know if you want to do that. Like, Cleone is great. And also, Mm -hmm. it's even better when you run up against these decks that are only running like Diabolus and like Phoenix. Like, Mm -hmm. it shuts those decks down pretty hard because it's like they're never going to get to play any summons. Mm-hmm. Uh, but other than that, like if you run into something with like cheap summons, like Fasoya or something, like you're just like Cleone doesn't even matter. Um, yep. I I tried like a different three color monster build with like Legendary Sarah and it was pretty successful, but 
it's still I don't feel like it's hard it's still hard to compete and I feel like you have to try so much harder than your opponent. Right. So, and so, I, I also think a card like Sin, like Sin too, yeah. I mean people more people monsters become a thing, they just slam Sin and all that setup and everything you just did is for nothing. Yep. It's gonna be something you have to play around just like playing around Shantoto, pretty much, except mm. it's more expensive. Um I mean you will the Japan players are seeing success though with Water Earth. And I think if like that's what you want to like, if you want to play monsters, I think that's the deck you should look at right now. Mm-hmm. Is like the Water Earth, and they're only running like Green Dragon and Pot Cats. Yeah. And then they're running like Big Sun. They're running Siltra. So I mean, mm-hmm. but it's won like two or three events now. So. Yeah, I've seen that list. It's it's it's, it's weird. Um, and like when I see these other lists winning, and the, another list that I've actually been enjoying a lot that. You know, one again. We're going back to these Japanese lists, but I, but I know Earth, you know, Earth Wind gets played over there. The the meta decks that we know get played over there. Um, that Fire Ice uh, Waff Aggro deck, like that thing is really really good. Uh, I think the problem is I don't think there's kind of like what Cody was saying with um, some of the other decks, uh, like Messiah specifically. That that formula, like the the fifty for that deck, hasn't really been figured out yet. So. It'll win by catching people off guard, but I think there's still more ways to optimize it. And I just think right now, like people maybe don't want to take the time to try to optimize a deck because they're worried they're just going to run into five rounds of wind water or five rounds of mono wind or five rounds of wind earth. And they won't, they, maybe they won't feel they'll get to test that deck the way they want to, if that makes sense. I think it takes a lot more tweaking to find a good aggro deck in this game, too. Like, I mean, like really aggro, like low to the like like turbo was a well-oiled machine like mm-hmm. it was good because it was consistent and and killed you fast and, and the you other figure it, it took over it took around two sets to really get that deck to the well-oiled machine that it was yeah i mean and i don't feel like that fire ice deck or the modifier where light deck is well-oiled enough to mm-hmm. be consistent enough to beat down these like tempo and control decks really that have been just established since like Opus Two, Opus Three, and that's not to say that it's not there. Like people could probably put time in and maybe make mm-hmm. it work, but also, I mean, you might just be putting time in just to figure out that Earthwind still beats you, you know. So, mm-hmm. well, and it just goes back to you know not to you know sit there and ride Earthwind's deals you know into the sunset here, but they they just have all the tools. They have backup destruction all across the board. They've got just really oppressive forwards. They've got access to like the best summons currently. And you know, when you can say kind of say the same thing with wind water, like the the this the wind water is just such a card advantage machine. I feel like if you're playing that deck right, you should never have like less than three cards in your hand. I mean the summit package in that is probably the best in my opinion. Like oh, it's in, dumb. in wind water, like everything's just free, basically. It it's it gets really nutty. Yeah. And Cody, I've seen your business card. It says wind water expert on there. Um, what um, what are your thoughts on, you know, where that stands? But we're, now we're kind of we're talking about the big three um, as far as where those go. Where, where do you think wind water stands against that and like other decks in the meta? I, I actually put wind water at the top in my opinion. Nice. Um, but then again, that also could depend on like level of competition that I've like if mm-hmm. playing on untap. I can't like justify that that's like. The kind of competition I'm going to see at like a Crystal Cup or anything like that. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I I think it's got to be that or, or Earthwind. Like I I don't think either person picking either one of those is wrong. I think Mono Wind is definitely a rung below those two, and it's not by much. Mm-hmm. I think Mono Wind's a lot easier to play than the other mm-hmm. two decks, which is I think why people will gravitate toward it. But I think you get way more options just by adding in the YRP stuff into your deck, and then if you want to play like Dotaluma, that's still pretty unfair, you know. Yeah, and with that being said, like I completely agree with you that the, it has the best summon package in the game um, with Diabolo, Salafor. Um, but also, like I have to tech, like I'm teching for Earthwind, so like I'm I'm, I'm a big fan of Minwoo. Mm-hmm. So like that, that's always gonna be in my, or always gonna be in my Wind Water decks. Mm-hmm. Um, but even more recently, I've also been starting to add Aerith. Uh, it kind of takes away from like the consistency of just having like five backups that i always want down so i kind of gotta adjust some of the numbers yep mm-hmm. um but you just tech for some of those uh that way you don't have to deal with like fasoya and dataluma pings and stuff like that now are you running like the crystal chronicles focus one kind uh, i guess what they've kind of been dubbed rob style from uk are you running like the yuri chilinka 
Allenhelm, all that you're running that package at all, or are you kind of going to the way you've always played it more, almost like more standard unit kind of focused? Or uh, it's a little, it's not the Yuri, it's not the full Yuri package yet, but I do have that mm-hmm. sleeved up now. Uh, mm-hmm. Just because I was able to catch up after Christmas break, I listened to like the Crystal Tower and I heard them guys like the, the, their last two episodes. And I was like, mm-hmm. oh, maybe I should give that a shot. And I also think it's interesting that people have like started to not play Layla Viking, which I've kind of I've wanted to do that for a while. Uh, just it felt like the list was so consistent that I didn't want to take it out. But now that I mm-hmm. see that it can win, it's like, oh, okay. I think the big thing, and I've said this a couple times, is that Porum, if you're running Porum as your replacement, only takes up three cards every in your deck instead of six. Right, which is like mm-hmm. huge. Yeah, like if I even if I would have thought of that before nationals, like you guys know, I only played one Yustola, and it was like a nightmare, mm-hmm. like trying to get it out. Obviously, like when we were testing against the Turbo matchup, so like playing three Porum, I can easily play three Yustola, or like I can add in more Barbaricia. Or yep. Like, the mm-hmm. the only thing it really devalues is Cloud of Darkness and Fanfret. That's really it. I've had a lot of times where I have like a great forward on the board. And I hit a fan for DX, and I'm just like, oh. Well. Yeah, you just don't use it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just don't use it's it. It's definitely yeah. not as strong in Windwater as it is in, like, Fasoya. Because you set it up with Fasoya, right? But, right. like, uh, in Windwater, it's not as good, especially if you're not running Layla Viking. And it's something, like, I don't even think Rob ran it in his deck. I don't think Fanfret No, nah, he just ran three Diabolos, three Valifor, and three Kukulans. That was yeah. it. That was his summon pack. And that's what I'm running, too. That's it's yeah. really strong. Yeah, mine has Fanfort in it, but, like, yeah, it's... I could see you just cutting it out, and I don't. Did he have one cloud of darkness or zero? One. It was yeah. one one, but apparently it, it came out of the deck like immediately after the tournament for a second Halicarnassus. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I know I, I've still got the one in my deck, and it, it does. It never has felt good. Like it, I, I'm like I'm just gonna pitch this so I can play this unit back up, which is what I really want to do in the first place. So yeah, I, I agree. When, when, and when water is really hard to play. Like I'm I'm learning how to play it now, and I. I, I mess up all the time. When you see that mess up, you're like, wow, I could have just won the game here if I would have done this instead of this. Yeah, I mean, I think that you could say that about both of those decks, the Wind Water mm-hmm. and Earthwind. I think they're both pretty tricky to play properly. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, you can get dealt hands where you're just like, I'm going to win this game, and it doesn't matter. But like, yeah. they like to navigate properly, especially Wind Water with like sequencing properly mm-hmm. to make sure you efficiently use your CP is, is a big deal. Mm-hmm. Whereas like Mono Wind, like it, it's definitely a top tier deck, but it's like, it's it's pretty consistent because it's one color, and mm-hmm. it kind of almost plays itself to an extent. There are definitely lines and stuff. I'm not saying it's like super easy, but it's definitely the easier of the three. No, I I agree with that. So uh, is that I guess when we're you know kind of sum to sum this all up, you're talking about like these like these decks they they they're super consistent, but they take kind of a, they they kind of have a high skill bar to start playing them effectively. Do you think that's maybe where, where like the disconnect is? Cause you have all these other decks that people just aren't exploring. Do you think they're just kind of taking the time to learn these two decks to be more efficient at them going into this competitive season? At least, at least the, at least the petite cup path because Opus it'll be legal once the crystal cup start. I mean, I've been experimenting pretty heavily outside of the top three. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not playing either, any of those three at the petite cup. I mean, I'm going to play, I'm playing rebels. That's what I've been testing. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And it's tested pretty well against the big three. Um, I mean, yeah. obviously, I'm, I'm worried about a couple things, but it's felt pretty good overall. And it's another deck mm-hmm. that's not easy to play. Oh, for sure. Um, I mean, it's four. It's like four colors. So, but I mean, Sid Two's still really nuts. I think. Mm-hmm. And well, and I'm glad you said that too because that I think that Rebels was a deck that was top tier. The only thing that stopped it was Turbo Ice. Like that that deck just cannot play against Turbo Ice. It just can't. Yeah, and I mean another card now that kind of messes with it is Sephiroth. I mean it has mm-hmm. a hard time recovering from a really well timed Sephiroth. I think. Mm-hmm. So, but I mean it has access to a lot of things, um, and it's definitely mm-hmm. something that I don't think people are going to be very experienced playing against. Mm-hmm. Well, and I still have access to like this, you know, pretty powerful summons right now. Yep. No, I agree with that a hundred percent. So. So I guess what we're saying is, is there there is still a lot to be prepared for. Like you, you, when you go to a tournament, you need to be prepared to play against you know the win decks. But don't think that you're it's an automatic loss if you show up with something else. Like you can bring like a, another deck that I'm really fond of right now is the Earth Fire Warrior of Light deck. Um, it's the only deck that I've actually seen Lon be a, be an effective card in. And we'll we'll 
there's a video coming up after the uh, reunion where I'm gonna have have people try to change my mind on that one, but um, like I think that deck is really really good and it can it can hold its own. It doesn't really care about cards like Dottaluma because you have you know all these cry, you're you're cryo specialing their board every time they try to get something going, but just be, it, it just takes you know to look at these other decks and you you can find success in this you know very win dominated meta, but I think it it does take some time. It's going to be some refining that maybe people just don't want to do right now. That's kind of that's that's kind of where my headspace is, if that makes sense. No, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. And Cody, with that being said, what are you playing right now? If you're going to your local, what have you got sleeved up? Uh, wind water. <laughs> wind water. That's fair. Well, that I, is fair. I, I usually now I'm carrying three decks on me. Uh, so Ooh, it's bang on your hip. Yeah. So it's earth wind, wind water, and mono fire, at the moment. Now mm-hmm. I still have ice sleeved up. I just don't have a fancy deck box for it at the moment. So yeah, oh, that's fair. I've been carrying. I carry around a pretty good. I mean, I I carry around mono fire, rebels, uh, mm-hmm. wind water. Mono Water, Fasoya, and what's my last? Oh, Mono Ice. Those are the decks that I've sleeved up right now. Nice. So, I mean, nice. I've been testing a lot of stuff outside the top three. I I've played enough Earth Wind. I think I don't want to. Yeah, yeah. Like I said at the top of this, I've I bought the pieces so I can sleeve it up and play it. But like right now, I'm playing Wind Water, the Earth Fire Wool, uh, Shoda Ramza deck, which I think is still a very very powerful deck, um, and uh, the Fire Ice Waff deck. That's that's kind of become the the more efficient version of old reliable because you know turns out Saban's just not a good card anymore. It hurts. <laughs> I need an intervention. Intervention. <laughs> no, I, I think it's still a very good forward. It's just yeah, it's just getting outclassed right now. I still like it in the Earth Fire deck that we have, but I mean, again, are mm-hmm. you going to bring that to a big event? I don't know. No, no, I would not. Not yet. Not not without a bunch of reps and a lot of refinement. But I mean, that's really about it. Like I said, you know. The meta is still wide open in a in a field full of I guess you know two or three boogeymen. There's still a lot you can play, and with the competitive season starting, you know this weekend, there there there's a lot that you can play and still find success. Um, so just don't don't be discouraged if you go to a tournament and you're going against you know four or five rounds of wind water or you know wind earth. Know that you can play something else and still do very well. Because who knows? Other people may be on that same mindset. Or you know, Wind Earth could become the next Turbo where people just don't want to play it. You know what I mean? I mean, so. I don't think it's going to become that. Because I do think the skill level is still high on it. But, like, um, and not to say, like, Turbo, I, I toward the end, had a very high skill level, too. But, uh, I agree. like, what's, what am I trying to say? The, if someone asked me, like, the meta in this game, I would tell them that there's a very clear top three, maybe even, like, top four or five. Sure. But... There's so many decks that could win a tournament right now, I think. Mm-hmm. That to me that's still extremely healthy. I mean, obviously like those 3 to 5 are going to have like probably better matchups than most stuff. Mm-hmm. But they're not just going to like straight up dominate everything. Mm-hmm. So, but people are going to gravitate toward them because they're going to probably be the higher win rate decks, so No, no, that makes a lot of sense. But um, no, I, I think that's kind of where we're going to wrap it up today. You know, I can't wait to see everybody at Reunion. Cody, are you going to be at the Reunion, or is that something you're going to have to miss? Unfortunately, I will not be at the Reunion. Uh, oh, that's sad. I'm, I'm going to put you, like, I'm going to have you on, like, FaceTime on my phone, and I'm just going to carry you around my neck the whole time so you can be <laughs> part of the gang. Absolutely, yeah. I'll, be, I'll definitely be in the Twitch chat and watching probably the whole time. Love that, love that. So, what do you? Uh, what uh, we're we're gonna give you a quick, uh, quick Swami says. Uh, you've seen, you, you pretty much have an idea of who all is gonna be there. What deck do you think wins the whole thing? And is there a player you think could walk could win the whole thing? Mm, I'm trying to think of everybody who's going in my head. Adam, you're playing, correct? I'm playing. Yeah. That's a tough question. Uh, the hard hitting stuff, man. I'd like to see something out of the top three. Uh, win so maybe something like ice earth which i know we mm-hmm. haven't really talked about much but mm-hmm. i think that's still like a like the california boys could just show up and take it with that i don't know how many of the cali guys are going yeah i don't either uh, Actually, i don't either i don't either or even if like is hunter nance going hunter's there yes. hunter's there okay yeah i could i could definitely see him winning with some kind of ice earth flan deck um yeah. which would make i think that'd be awesome just because i think it could put that into the consideration of like top three or four decks which i think yeah, I, should. No, I agree with yeah. that i think I the deck is that. strong yeah 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll say Hunter Nance with Ice Earth. That's what. That's oh what man, the the Ranch Master himself gonna start 2019 off strong. You heard it here first. You heard it here first. The Swami says. But I don't know if he's actually playing Ice Earth, so don't don't quote me on that. It's probably a good bet, honestly. But he might not be. Mm-hmm. But it's probably a good bet. No, hopefully I didn't mess up and give away a secret. He's gonna show up with mono win and just trash everybody. That's not much of a secret anymore. Hunter Hunter on Ice Earth is not much of a secret anymore. Yeah, he'll tell you how much he loves it, that's for sure. Or he'll go way out of the box and dust off Alifor control and bring that. Yeah, he I don't think he's gonna be bringing that. <laughs> well, you never know. He he is a wild card. But yeah, that's right. all we've got today. I mean, any uh any parting thoughts from anybody before we uh call it a wrap? Because unfortunately I've gotta go to work and I don't wanna, but I gotta. Uh, I just want to say thanks for letting me uh, join in late. Uh, next time I will definitely be on time. Uh, <laughs> nah, man. A- anytime you want to be on our podcast, man, you are more than welcome to. You know, you are you are one of one of the best friends of this show. And you know, anytime you want to be on, man, just hit us up. You we would love we'd love to have you. Just to you know, shoot the shit. We can talk wrestling. We can talk cards. I sit here for two hours and just talk wrestling with you. <laughs> No, thanks, guys. I really appreciate it. Uh, and just for clarification, uh, mm-hmm. for any of the old-time fans out there, this is my second episode. On the yeah, podcast. he was on Gen Con. Yeah. Was he on the Gen Con episode? Yeah, yep. I was part of the live roundtable. Oh, shit! Yeah, he was! Man! Man, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Well, hell. Yeah, but that's right. That was the dinner night, so... That you know, was you the dinner night! You were on that one! Oh, I, I completely forgot. That was such a great podcast. You had a, you had a bottle of wine. You know, it was... It, it, it was a good day. That's right. You were there with uh, with Andy, Jonathan, and Eric. We had Eric on that episode. That's right. Now, now it's all, as Celine Dion once said, it's all coming back to me now. <laughs> I can't think of a better way to go ahead and cut the feed on that one. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening once again to the RVA Returners podcast. If you like this content and you want to hear more, check us out on YouTube at RVA Returners. And make sure you follow us on SoundCloud and check us out on Google Play and iTunes.